RTL Original Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast In Conversation with Lisa Burke, which covers all sorts related to life in Luxembourg and beyond. And thank you again for listening and for subscribing and leaving a review. It all really helps the podcast to be found and hopefully help people gain more information about life in Luxembourg. Today we're going to talk about something that's going to be officially launched on January 22nd, 2022. It's Ambulance Wunsch. Ambulance Wunsch's mission is to give people who are in end-of-life care and bedridden the resources, specialist transport and medical support they need to fulfil their final wishes. The service is entirely donor-funded and staffed by medically trained healthcare professionals who volunteer their time. They have their own purpose-built ambulance focused on comfort, even equipped with a soft mattress, pillows and a duvet. And it has shattered windows so that the patient can look outside, enjoy the view, but cannot be seen themselves. Ambulance Vonch is based on the philosophy developed by the Dutch foundation Ambulance Vents, which is founded by Karen van Hout, Leon van Hout and Ellen Boersma and will be officially launched by the Dutch embassy here on the 22nd of January. So who is my guest today? Karen van Hout. Well, she has 17 years in healthcare, volunteering or in professional roles. She's the owner of of Wood and co-founder of the Systemic Neuroscience Consulting Group in Luxembourg. And through her work, she met Yvette, the person with whom the idea of Ambulance Vonch actually started. Welcome, Karen. It's a great pleasure to have you here. Thank you for having me, Lisa. Well, I have to just <laughs> ask you directly, tell me about the background of Ambulance Vonch, what it means. Yeah, that's uh, two stories. The original foundation is in the Netherlands. It started with Kees Veldboer Sr. He was an ambulance driver in the Netherlands. While there was a delay in transferring a patient, he asked the patient, where would you like to go because we have time the patient was a sailing man a seaman and he said well i would love to see the harbor one more time Kay said okay i will drive you there so they drove to the harbor and there he asked the same guy he said would you like to sail again and mario that was the patient he said yeah i would love to i said but i can't because i need a stretcher these days but Case was thinking and he said, well, you know, I will make that happen. So a few days later, he arranged that the patient could sail in the harbour of the Netherlands in Vlaardingen. You're giving me goosebumps. So this uh, ambulance driver really was the start of all of yes, this in the Netherlands, started, first of all. Yes, yes, he is absolutely the founder of everything that happens now in Luxembourg and all over the world because we are number 16. So when he saw the joy on Mario's face... He thought, well, I have to do something with this. So he founded Stichting Ambulance Wens 15 years ago, 16 years ago. Which is the Dutch equivalent, That's meaning the, yes. foundation yes. for Ambulance Wish. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So the foundation was in the Netherlands. Yes. That was the first place. And now it's moving to 16 countries, Luxembourg being number 16. Yeah, it's in Australia, <laughs> in the north of Europe, I think, in Norway, England, Belgium, Germany, Curaçao even. They started this year. And of course now Luxembourg. And tell us the story about Yvette, your friend. Yes, through my work I met Yvette. Yvette was around 46, she had four kids. I worked with her for a year in which she solved uh, some stuff for herself and she literally said, well, you know, my life is my own again. A year after our last meeting she called me with the news she had cancer and one year later we thought she beat it. 
But a few weeks later, she called me again. She said, I had enormous headaches. I had to go to the doctor and it's not good. I said, how many weeks? What is left? She said, a few weeks. So she had a few weeks of life left. She had, yeah, she had a few weeks of life left. And I've seen the video of her yeah. on uh, the Luxembourg website for Ambulance Wunsch, actually. And it's it's heartbreaking because we know that she's a young woman, yeah. about 46, with four children. Yeah. On a positive, what we see is that she is brought around in the ambulance. Absolutely. And yeah. tell us what happens. Yeah. What happened is that she really, really wanted to go back to the place she was born and raised, Enschede. Her colleagues, they arranged ambulance wins to fulfill her wish. And at first she was kind of upset because she thought she could do it by herself in the car with the family. But afterwards she stated, I couldn't have done it by myself. And because of the ambulance wins, I could truly, truly enjoy this day. She went to the cafe she used to go. She went to the old school. You saw that she has been a dancer. So she went to the theatre where she danced. With her old teacher. Yes, the old teacher came along and they danced together. So she danced literally her last dance on that stretcher with a big smile on her face. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. I found that. The video ends that she went home with her family. So with her parents. So she was on the couch petting the dog, cherished by her parents. Just being a daughter, you know, it's a moment of normality in the period she was in. Yeah, it's heartrending, really, because we're all heading that way. We have no way out. We're all going to die and we never know how or when. For some people, it's sudden. But for those people where it isn't sudden and where certain things can be planned, as horrifically painful as that is, it sort of has to be accepted and faced up to. And if one can get through that as an individual and as a family unit or a friendship unit, then something like Ambulance Wunsch can really fulfill those final wishes of somebody and really give them a sense of perhaps a full circle of life. Did she talk to you about it afterwards? No, she didn't have the chance. Yeah. yeah. Did anybody else tell you how she felt afterwards? Uh, yes, I talked to her family and uh, her closest colleagues. They all support this initiative, of course. They are very proud she's part of this. I know that also for the family, it has been very, very valuable because now they have a moment to cherish together, you know, a bright moment in a period of letting go of the loved one. Yeah, I mean, I know it personally. It's such a painful moment and not everybody has that chance. And particularly, I must say, over the last couple of years with COVID, many people haven't even been allowed to be present with their loved ones as they pass. That's so important. It really is important for both sides, for the grieving process, certainly for the family, and to hold a hand, to be there, to do these things, to have that experience in every way. It's just wonderful. So why do you do this work? Good question. Well, you know, my way started with observing the power, the magic of a simple act. Because, yes, Yvette was dying. She had to let go of life. We could have done nothing, but doing something does so much more. And my why is, it was the inner satisfaction that, that moved me so much. It still does. I have a healthcare heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I truly care for people. And why shouldn't you do something while you still can? Well, that's the point. Knowing when to call Ambulance Funch is a question because you want the patient to still be alert enough to enjoy these last moments. Yes. So at what point, I hate to ask this question, but it's a very important question. Yeah. At what point should the family, friends and the patient themselves think about having this wish? As soon they know that the patient will go 
As soon yeah. as they know. Yeah, because we need the approval of the medical team. We have to make sure that the person will enjoy the wish because everything is focused on the comfort of the patient. Mm-hmm. And the health of the patient, because, you know, at and that stage yeah. of life, something could go wrong. Uh, yes. So it's I suppose there have to be agreements in place. Yes. And thinking about Luxembourg and our audience and us, yeah. <laughs> so many of us are international. Can your ambulance cross borders? Yes, we can. Okay, yes. that's wonderful. <laughs> yes, and, and also the website will cross borders. The website is now in English. We are still working on making it perfect in the sense that it's good <laughs> it will be translated in four other languages because we live in luxembourg it will be translated in luxembourgish german french and portuguese i'm wondering why the dutch isn't there <laughs> well you know, given the founders but i suppose you have your own site as well and you're not too far away they are not far away yeah. yes so you say uh, it's very important to do things while they're still possible before it's too late and through this work, through what you've observed, it also brings back the idea that to us and to us in our final days, what matters most are the simple things of life. Yes, the smallest things are at the end the biggest. And what examples have you got of this? For wishes, you mean? Yes. Yeah, well, you know, some people haven't been outside for three months. There was one, one person who hasn't been out for 30 years. Outside for 30 years? Yes. Yes, you, you, you know, there's a, a full range of stories, of course, but uh, some people, they go to the doctor, they hear they are sick and they, they never come home again. So to say goodbye to your home, to be there one more time, is valuable, you know, to be able to say goodbye to your pet or to have a drink with your friends or go to the beach one more time. There are lots of people, they want to see the sunset one more time, to be outside, but even feeling the wind going through your hair is already something that is a wish of people. It's really, really, it's in the small things of life that in the end, it's the biggest, it's the one thing that means the most. Well, what you're saying to me also is that every day whilst we have our health, touch yeah. wood, and we never know how long that will last, we should really appreciate those small things. And the two things that you've highlighted there that I've heard are nature, yeah. the wonder of nature and the beauty of nature and how inherent that is in our wishes and the second thing is our roots where we come from yes and that's a very valuable thing to know and i think about this as a parent in luxembourg and many of our listeners will have children who have traveled a bit and lived in different countries so having roots what does that mean to a person having roots that's your existence for me and yeah. slightly aside from the work for ambulance Fund, how does a person develop roots if they move about that's a good question. Well, then I have to go back to my normal daily work, <laughs> to the systemic. And you are rooted in the family you're coming, you are coming from. Although I am born in the Netherlands, I have a Luxembourg is hard. I feel home here. But my roots, are, of course, are in the Netherlands with my family because I come from my family. Mm. I'm still connected to them. But I think you can root in different ways. As a person, I'm rooted here in Luxembourg as a country. But I come from my parents and mm -hmm. my parents come from their parents. So that's how we rooted and you inherit uh, that history, yeah, which that is history. why, again, with these ambulance wishes, somebody like Yvette might want to see go her back. family and go back to her home. Yes, to where she comes from. Yeah. yeah. Yes. There are people that they, they go to to visit the sister for two days in Germany. Yeah. You know? Or maybe you feel rooted with religion. There was one person I know that uh, she wanted to shake the hand of the Pope. 
Did that work? Yes, it did. Because uh, Case Feldberg, uh, there was no no. No was not in his vocabulary. So tell us about this man. He seems incredible. Is he still alive? No, unfortunately not. Two weeks after I visited them, because they allowed me to come over to to learn from them. So they also allowed me to uh, have a peek behind the scenes in the office and uh, joining a wish. Uh, two weeks later, he passed away. And was it sudden? Yes. So he didn't get his wish? Uh, no. But he managed to live the wishes of many other people. Many, many, many. It was a big man with an even bigger heart. So just thinking about Ambulance Funch and how you're going to continue, you're entirely donor-funded. Yes. It's just about to be launched on yes. the 22nd of January from the Dutch Embassy, which is wonderful to have their support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of the great things about Luxembourg is you can really tap into the help of the embassies. What do you need from us as people, as listeners, as potential patients one day? Yeah, we are in need of many things, of course. First of all, funding, of course. We need uh, medical trained people. We are looking for nurses, for practitioners, for uh, professional drivers who can spend a day. Because if we pick up a patient, we never know when we are home. Because if there's something else, the patient would like to go, we do that. Mm -hmm. Because it's the patient's day. We need, of course, supplies for our ambulance. <laughs> I have a whole list. Translators would be very nice because everything is focused on the comfort of the patient. So if we can talk to the patient in their own language, that would be awesome. Some people would like to have taken pictures or video like Yvette did. We also are in need, of course, of people who want to coordinate a wish. We cannot do everything by ourselves. We also have a full-time job. For example, if you want to go to Mudam, Somebody has to call Madame or go and see if we can go there with the stretcher. Mm -hmm. The coordination. Coordination yeah. and also, yes, the office, of course. So if I can just summarize that, really, you're looking for a whole supply of help. You're looking yep. for medically trained volunteers, but also the translators, the cameramen, the videographers, anybody who can support that final wish and just donate a day now and again. Yes, And they can get in touch with you via the website. Yes, or um, via info at ambulancewons.lu. Well, we can't wait to hear more about it. Is there anything else you'd like to tell our audience? Yeah, we welcome every wish. The bigger wish, smaller wishes from child, from kids, from adults, from elderly people. And our goal is to give them the best day of their life. Like Casey Feldboe said, adding life to days. Yeah. yeah, adding life to days. Yes. Gosh, what a what a wonderful phrase! This yeah. is just absolutely beautiful. Well, that man sounds like an absolute saint in what he did, and so much has come from his good work. And we're so glad that you're bringing this to Luxembourg. And I'm quite sure. Well, I, I suppose most of us would like to have that one day in our lives to have that chance to be taken around for one more sunset, one more drive home, one more stroke of the dog, one more rustle of the wind in our hair. It's um, the simple pleasures, as you say, and I'm going to go out today and try to really enjoy them all whilst I can still walk on my own two feet. Karen, thank you so much for all that you're doing. And We wish you the greatest of successes when you launch on the 22nd of January. Thank you very much. Thank you, Thank Karen. You.